Um, welcome to the podcast, guys. Oh, is um, this a real episode? No. All right. I th- I thought it was wise of me to release another just short episode telling people how I feel because so many people have reached out and yep. I just kind of want to pontificate, is that the word, uh, how I'm kind of feeling and what my plan is and also my mother's banned from this podcast. Yeah, fuck you. Um, and that's not just from me. That is from a lot of people I've talked to today. Yeah. Uh, so I uh, I made the decision last night that I was gonna inst- I was gonna check myself into a mental institution real quick, the state hospital, um, because it's just not working anymore, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, my insomnia is terrible. My Crohn's is terrible. My depression is terrible. My OCD. I ripped a mole off of my face yesterday, the other day. And um, I just, I've had this, I've, I've heard it described this way when people are like, what the hell? Like, you know, what's going on? People, people don't understand it. It's, it starts, um, it's like a, it's like a room that has a little gas leak in it. And you don't you don't know anything's wrong until the room is full and you can't breathe. And my room's full of gas and I am taking myself to the doctor so I don't kill myself because I know it traumatized a lot of people last time I tried and I'm trying to survive, but I just I can't do it anymore and so uh yeah like I even laying in bed like when I'm about to fall asleep I'll twitch I'll th- I'll like have like a, a dr- uh, an image of me slitting my wrists and it makes me twitch and it wakes me up and I've been dealing with this for the past week and um it's just time, I think. I'm tired of this fucking dance, and I'm tired of being poor, and I'm tired of letting that hold me back. Like, I'm going to go to the hospital, and I'm going to be there for several days, and I'm not paying for it, and the fucking healthcare system here is fucked. Like, I think about how many things in my life are so avoidable if I could have just gone to the doctor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I can't. Like, I just can't. Like... <laughs> People have, like, offered to pay to go to the, like, so many people have reached out to me today, like, Shannon was like, Bobby, just have them call me and I'll give them my credit card information, please. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I got to do this. But I had a realization today that, well, recently I've had this realization that my parents, the reason why I insist on doing everything by myself, like, mm-hmm. I'm so, like, won't take help, I won't take help, I won't take help, is because... Uh, growing up when I'd reach out for a hand from my parents there was never a hand to grasp Mm -hmm. and that hurts way worse than doing it by yourself just just making it happen by yourself like my dad and I've been talking a lot recently and I told him that I was off my meds and I was struggling and he didn't even respond and then my mom just keeps going she just keeps fucking going and i'm just gonna read what she sent mallory so mallory was our guest and i thought she was an amazing guest and i don't really think we talked about my mom that much um 
And she sent her a message the day it was released and told her that, like, she likes, she's like, I don't know what Bobby's saying. I like you, Mallory. Like, da da da. And we went over, like, perception being reality. And maybe if you treat everyone like shit, I just, am your child going to assume you don't like that person? Or if you're always talking shit, or if you always have something negative to say, I'm just going to assume you don't like that person. My mom never flat out said, I do not like Mallory. She's never said that. <laughs> but, you know, actions speak louder than words. So she's been messaging Mallory like, you know, I don't know what Bobby's talking about. And then I mentioned it again. And she sent her a message on Friday that said, so I am listening to Bobby again tonight. And she mentioned the message I sent to you. You know, all the stuff she is saying is not true. Zach and I had a conversation about this. Please remember that Bobby is taking several prescription drugs along with booze and whatever else. She really took this and is running with it. Basically, I gave her something to talk about. <laughs> now, first of all, Carolyn, go fuck yourself. She's on prescription drugs. You think, you think I want to be on prescription pills, woman? You think I want fucking that? And also, get off my dick. If you don't like this podcast, if you don't like what's being said, don't listen. But she loves being talked about. And Mallory responded... <laughs> And it's a long response, but it just, today I just realized, like, I'm going to forget my mom exists after this weekend, after this week. She's fucking mm -hmm. out of my life. I don't want to talk about her on this podcast anymore because no. that's what, that's what she wants because she's well, a fucking psychopath narcissist. And we had already talked about not talking about her anymore and not talking right. about our family anymore. And so did, like, we do, did, did we do that on the air? No, this was in, when we were just in chatting person. about the plan and just being like, you know what? I'm done with my family's our family's issues like yeah like let's move on <laughs> and I feel that way but I also like want to illustrate what it's like to have a fucking narcissist in your life mm -hmm. <laughs> and here's Carolyn giving us such a great example so Mallory wrote back aloha Carolyn how are you I was stoked to be a guest on their podcast Bobby and I are super close and I adore her Zach Jake and Aubrey each for their own unique selves Zach was a great friend to me, and I spent a lot of time at your home. I only know what was shown to me and told to me during that time. And while I do have some thoughts, I place no judgments. Parenting is hard. Life is hard. Shit happens. We can either run from it or learn from it and grow. Try to be better. I know the things that I hear aren't all lies. I also understand there being two sides to every story. However, with what I do know, if this is Bobby's way of coping, therapy release, let her have it. Especially if you or one is not open to conversation and being held accountable. Sometimes we don't want to see our wrongdoings because it's hard to have blame put on us, on ourselves, and life is already tough. Doesn't mean we shouldn't take a good long look in the mirror from time to time. I know if my daughter were in a place where she felt uh, things about me, I would, where she felt those things about me, I would want to desperately try and fix it without accusing her of being a liar. I try my best to be gentle and listen and look at myself, regardless of how hard it would be. I am sorry you take offense to the things that are said. I'm sorry that Bobby feels the way she does and that things have led her to feel these ways. But she is one of the smartest, funniest, most amazing, beautiful, caring, intelligent women I know. And wouldn't change a fucking thing about her. You should be proud of who she is. Prescription drugs and booze and whatever else aside, that was a low blow. Mm -hmm. 
I love drugs and alcohol. Damn, life would be less fun without them at times, honestly. Marijuana does wonders for people. Just saying. Thank you so much for listening to my episode and for being a listener on their podcast. I think that's rad that you participate regardless of the reasons you may be listening. If it doesn't serve you, maybe don't listen. Much aloha to you and yours. And Thanks, Mallory. Thank you, Mallory. But my mom doesn't even know. I'm a lie. I don't lie. She's right. There are two sides to every story. And my side in her house and here in this moment is that she's a terrible person and I hate her. I fucking hate you, mom. You are a vile woman. You're a vile person. You know, you were a terrible mother back then and you're way worse now because you refuse to take accountability for anything. And I know that it makes your fucking dick hard that I talk about you on my podcast because you're a psycho narcissist and I cannot stand you. And I cannot stand how you try to get people against me. You've been doing this my whole goddamn life. You tried to threaten my therapist. <laughs> uh, you've threatened my friends. Uh, you, the fact that you ha- even felt the need to reach out to Mallory. Like, what are you, in high school? Grow the fuck up, woman. You think I'm just going to start a podcast just to spread shit about you? I haven't talked to you forever. You haven't been in my life for a decade. And you still find ways to wreak havoc. Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'm going to stop talking about you. you. You leave me alone. You leave me and the people in my life alone because no one's impressed. I feel like we should burn something now. <laughs> yeah, her house down. No, I mean like <laughs> something ceremonial in the woods. <laughs> I am doing something ceremonial. I'm gonna go get myself some fucking mental help. I'm help, so help, help. Proud of you. You can't go today. I have to get shit together. I gotta do laundry and make a list. I I just have I gotta like, cause you can't take in electronics. There's certain things you can't like take in, and um, so like I'm writing everyone's numbers down and like making sure. Um, Can you write letters? Yeah, I'm like I I hope I'm only gonna be in there for like three days. I think if you need longer, I think you should give that to yourself. I think that's fair, but I think that I have to work both my jobs this upcoming weekend. I think your job will be there when you get back, even if it's longer than a week. I know that it will, but I just feel like I'm digging a hole for myself. Like what do you mean financially? I'm financially I'm fucked. Like I am the fact that I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna go. Like who cares? Like I know this is gonna be like thirty grand. Let us help you, Bobby. We want to. <sighs> I know you do. But it's that freaking uh I'm just angry. I'm angry at so many things that like hurt. Yeah, it's not your fucking fault, girl. So uh I just, like, can't stop crying. I have, like, these bursts of crying. I've cried at work twice today. Everyone was freaked. I, I'm glad that you were, like, <laughs> I'm cut. I was, like, I don't think you're going to do <laughs> Yeah, no, I, like, April said, just d- take the day off. She's, like, you just take the weekend off. Just take care of yourself. And I was, like, no, I can do it. I can do it. And I went in and I only had one table and I made 100 bucks, which is good. Um, but. And $20. T- yeah, and 20 <laughs> 
<laughs> Kendra insisted that she, I, get, I take $20 from her, even though she didn't eat. Did you? Well, was, I don't want to Oh, give them by money. the way. <sighs> fucking hilarious gift. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you like those ears? <laughs> I do. I've actually painted a dick cactus before. I, I saw someone. those on TikTok and I was like, I'm buying these immediately for Bobby's birthday. <laughs> and then all day, all day, I've been like, we're going to Bobby's restaurant to give her her present. And Halo's like, it's her birthday? And I was like, yes, it's her birthday present. How many is she? 34. Me too. No, you're four. She's 34. Okay, me too. And then so she's been asking you to go to Bobby's restaurant, Barbie's restaurant. And I was like, yep. And then um, she colored you a heart. It was cute. And a unicorn. They're so good. Good job, Halo. Thank you. And your name. And did you check your earring, your makeup? Oh, no. Here I go. I'll look right now. What the hell, dude? It's, Why? It's from Shannon. <sighs> Thank you, Shannon. God, guys. We, we pulled our Venmos together. <laughs> uh, she called me and she was like really worried. And I'm like, I'm fucking worried. I'm only going to her restaurant because I know she won't hand get hand me outs, handouts. Mm-hmm. She only wants to work for her money. And so I'm literally going there to tip her. I don't know how to sneak her more cash. <laughs> She's like, here, she sent me a hundred. So. Thank you guys. Um, yeah, I just stuffed as many twenties as I could in there and then handed you the, handed you the uh, decoy. But um, we love you. Many more people would have sent in money for you, but we love you. And you can fall on us. I know you've not had people to fall on. I'm like, I know you've had people to fall on, but like, let us I, catch you. I just never learned, you know? You, it was, I know. It, it was such. And like, my mom's the type of person who will hold your low moments against you. Yeah. It's collateral. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like people like that. No. And like, I have to take, like, I've always had to take care of myself and like, even after I got my gallbladder surgery, she came in and started screaming at me and made me deep clean my room, like, three hours after I got home. I know. She's abusive. She's abusive. She's not the kind of person that you can fall back on. My dad isn't either, but for, like, a very different reason. Yeah. And I'm just, like, I've had such an outpouring today. And, like, so many people have just held me while I cried. And, like, I went to work my wedding for job and um so we had a work meeting and like I try to pull it together but they know what's going on you know and I just started crying and both my bosses just like hugged me for like a minute and a half and then you came in Cassidy came in like everyone's reaching out and be like what can I do what can I do what can I do and I feel like I'm finally at a point where I can take that, you know? I mean, I'm struggling. I'm telling you no about the money and stuff, but I'm just like, yeah, take it. I need it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm, like, mad at myself, too, you know? Why? Because I 
I haven't needed to do it alone. And I have been. Yeah. So. It just took you a little longer to let yourself trust somebody like that. It's a very vulnerable position to be in. But you need to know that we love you. And it doesn't matter. We just, we will do anything to keep you here because you're important to us and we love you so much. Thank you. I love you guys too. Like, ever, like, some people are like, do you need a ride? Can I take you? Like, let me take you. And, mm-hmm. like, I told Kate and Kayla, because we're in a, or Kate, Kate and Kay, because we're in a group chat together. I was like, just so you guys know, I'm checking in tomorrow. And she's like, I'll send over Cassidy right now. I'm like, Cassidy's already knows. Like, it's okay. Um, I just know that if I don't go in and have a break and be observed, I am. I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. So thank you, everyone, for all your love and support. I really do appreciate it. Um, This is depression. This is mental health. This is mental illness. And... I was already, I already made the fucking choice to go before my, I knew my mom said all that shit. Uh-huh. But it's just like it, when it rains, it pours. And I'm actually hurt. I'm really hurt. But I, what's new, you know? My parents hurt me. That's what they do. That's our relationship. But I just, I, I need to cut off the fucking limb because it's, gangrene i gotta get rid of them i just gotta get rid of them (laughs) they do nothing for me but make me feel like shit and like how she's like and i talked to zach it's like oh really the same guy that uh you screamed at till three o'clock in the morning on thanksgiving and he made you leave that guy is that who we're talking about (laughs) like we're not allowed to have thanksgiving at zach's house anymore because of her But it also makes me feel like shit because I think. Because she knew that that was a weak point in your your self-esteem right now is Zach because she listens to the podcast and knew that adding that little thing and knowing that Mallory would send you a, um, a screenshot or like banking on it, really. Yeah. She knew that that would get to you. Well, and Mallory's like, do you not want me to send you these? And I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm glad. I mean, I'm happy to know about it. But ultimately, what we're doing here is I don't want to talk about her anymore. Like, after yeah. this episode, uh, we're done with Carolyn. She's uh, she's dead to me. Period. Like, I'm moving on with my life. I'm over this. And I'm going to go get some fucking help. <laughs> and I'm never going to look back. Because it's time. Yeah. And she doesn't deserve her name in my mouth she doesn't deserve that for whatever reason so when it comes to like memories or whatever maybe she'll get brought up but I'm done talking about her I've spent too much of my time and energy on her madness and I'm pulling the plug yeah in a way you're letting it die yeah instead of (laughs) letting it kill you exactly and I realize those are my choices I can either slowly kill myself, and that's another thing too, is I'm reckless. So I'm either going to kill myself or someone else. Yeah. And if I kill, if I randomly kill someone else with like driving or just being reckless or whatever the hell I'm doing, 
I won't I won't be able to cope with that. No. <laughs> That's not something I want to do. So for the sake of whatever, I'm going to check myself into the mental institution tomorrow. I'm very proud of you. And uh I feel fiercely protective of you and I, f- I feel the rage that you feel because you're 10 years ahead of me you know mm-hmm. in this mom thing and uh I know I know the mourning that you're feeling the potential that could have been but I'm really grateful that you are choosing yourself you deserve well, it it's you deserve like, to live <laughs> I you're right I do And I also worry too, like, I'm like, I'm going to try to do something here. And whether I succeed or fail, I know because of my last attempt, it traumatized everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone was traumatized by that. Like from my bosses to my employee or my coworkers to like my, you know, my friends and family. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think... (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how my mom feels or if she even feels anything. It doesn't matter. I know it that it doesn't she- matter because she, she, if she cares, mm-hmm. she's not showing it. If she well, cared, she would show it. When I tried to kill myself, the like when I was hospitalized, I had to take my phone off the hook because she got my number. And I was like to the nurses, I'm like, I do not want to talk to her. She's part of the reason why I'm here. Mm-hmm. And they're like, she has the code. I don't know who gave her the code. And it was Zach, but like whatever it was, Zach didn't know what to do. He just emailed everyone and said, here's where Bobby's at. Here's the code. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, I feel like I, I have, I already have spent my whole life mourning what could have been with my mom. Yeah. And, and now it's like, I'm separate. <laughs> and I guess part of me was hoping that she, that the separation would make her kind of pull her head out. She's sure. never going to do that. Or even like hearing, even if she listens to the podcast, maybe something would wake up in her because there's always that hope. <laughs> right. And it's like, again, Mallory's episode was so great. So great. And don't it was, even remember talking about your mom. <laughs> I don't either. I think it was like for like three minutes tops. And that was a two and a half hour long episode. Like, and that's what she's focusing on. Of course. And then, she, and then she's going to like... <laughs> She's trying to get Mallory. Why would she try to get Mallory against me? Like, I'm not trying to get Mallory against my mom. I'm just like, yeah, I don't think my mom liked any of our friends. And, you know, Mallory and I have talked, not on the air, about some wild ass shit my mom has done to all of her children. And Mallory has Mm -hmm. witnessed it. (laughs) Like, I'm not just pulling this shit out my ass, man. I just don't walk up to strangers and be like, hey, did you know my mom's a psycho? Here's all the things she's done to me. Like, hey, check out our podcast. I talk a lot of shit on my mom. <laughs> yeah, like, do you want to hear how crazy my mom is? Like, I don't even think about her. But unfortunately, <laughs> this is a this is a podcast about mental health, trauma, etc. And she's a huge factor into why my mental health struggles, mm-hmm. <laughs> into why uh, why I have trauma, why I have s- physical issues. Yeah, because you know. Yeah. So. She always makes this shit about her. Always. Whenever I'm in a tra- traumatic situation, she always makes it about her. Like how she fucking left me at the hospital with puke down the front of me, took my computer, 
and was supposed to bring me back clean clothes and I didn't see her for like 24 hours. Like, you are a selfish person, mom. You are a bad mother, mom. You are a bad person, mom. And I hope you enjoy this last episode where we talk about you. Because like I said, I know it makes your dick completely hard when we talk about you, whether it's good or bad, because you are that mentally ill. Point is, (laughs) 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 I don't know how I have such a cool family, too, because Shannon's my dad's first. He's she's my dad's niece. And my cousin Troy reached out. She's like, Bob, I'll come to you right now. I'll bring you dinner. Like, what do you need? And she's Mm -hmm. my mom's niece. Like, (laughs) it's such a weird, I don't know. It's a weird road to plow. I I, I don't, I road to plow. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to do this. I can't do it alone anymore. And. And you're not. I'm not. And I'm so grateful for everybody. But yeah, it's just, it's just gotten really bad. So I just need to. We want that for you, Bobby. I just need to figure it out. We're grateful that you're like doing it instead of just thinking like uh this will pass it always has i can weather through it i'm strong enough i'm belligerent enough i got this <laughs> i'm i'm all alt- i'm alternative enough <laughs> oh, there it is <laughs> alt queen i am salt the queen, queen. <laughs> salt queen alt queen um but yeah i mean i'm sorry if i stress anyone out too also except for my mom she can go fuck herself <laughs> we just we just want to make sure that you're okay. Yeah. I know you'll be okay when you go. Yeah, I know, I know I will too. And I just feel like I won't be, I won't have access to my phone. I won't have access to social media. I won't have access to anyone I don't want to have access to. Um, I'll probably yeah. finally be able to get some fucking sleep. Like, think Lisa gave me two of her muscle relaxers last night so I could... Mm-hmm sleep she's like these will make you drowsy so let's just because i came home and i was crying and i'm like i just am so tired and i just yes. I can't i can't handle it and um she's like well let me give you she's like let me see what i have because like i always take tylenol pm or benadryl but it's just not uh-huh. working anymore and it used yeah. to be like before i was on prescription drugs and drinking or whatever and on the weed mother <laughs> um I suffered from this from since I was a kid. And if she even paid attention, she would have noticed that because yeah. I never could sleep as a kid. She was always yelling at me for it. But like, I've never been able to sleep. Always been a super light sleeper because of her, because she'll run into my room and attack me because of or abuse. my siblings mm-hmm. because of abuse. It's called PTSD. <laughs> and so this has nothing to do with anything, you know? <laughs> and so the fact that she's just trying to like discredit me and, call me a liar like I was I was telling my coworkers that she's like you're literally the realest bitch I've ever seen in my life Mm -hmm. she's like you don't pull any fucking punches or sugarcoat anything and you're always playing the devil's advocate it's annoying I know I'm always trying to see it from other people's sides exactly that's empathy she's something that nobody this person can't do no she can't do it and it's funny too because a lot of people say have complimented us both for being like it's really cool how you can see you know, your parent, your mom's side, even though she did what she's done, the things she's done. So it's like, <laughs> at first when I read that, it just hurt. And I was just like, fuck, well, cool. Here I am. I feel, I feel like I'm 11 years old again and living in her hellish house. And then I was like, no, I'm not like that. 
No, you're not. I work really hard not to be like that. I wouldn't just come on here and blast people, tell lies. Like, I'm not trying to get fucking sued. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, what do you think? We are rich? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, and she's always done the, she's always done this with us as the kids. Well, she'll be like, this and this and that. And -and so-and-so agrees with me. So she pulled Zach in. (laughs) And it's made us all fight with each other. Mm Mm-hmm. So hard, our whole because entire they lives. They do that so that they don't. So they, they have don't someone look to back- like the bad guy. Yeah, or so they have someone to back us, and it's also makes you back down because you're like, oh, everyone thinks I'm a piece of yeah. shit. Okay, I'll Two just be some dude. Yeah. Jesus, she's a psychopath. She's a total fucking psycho, narcissist, psycho, fucking path. Zach was right, mom. All those times he's called you a psycho when you're kicking the shit out of him, he was right. Oh, wait, but you didn't do that, did you? Fucking hate her. <laughs> I hate you, Mom. Carolyn, Al- Orton Alvey, I hate you. Thought you never thought you'd see that, huh? You thought I'd always be under your finger, huh? Sucks. But, you know, she could turn it around. She's not going to. And I'm done hoping, so. Let's discuss my trip to... The mental institution yeah so we heard what? about mental institutions because cassidy was brave enough in episode 13 to talk about her trip there mm-hmm. fireside episode so what do you think you've been there before well i was the one who took cassidy in mm-hmm. um and so i think for the first day you have to be like in a like a gown and stuff. They don't give you your shit for the first day mm-hmm. to make sure you're okay. And then there's going to be like group and one-on-one. I'm so happy to be able to talk to a therapist again. It's been so long. And I needed it. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. Like, and I hope someone's like, here's financial aid. Here's something that, you know, we charge on scale. I'm just hoping for that. Um, mm-hmm. I hope they don't turn me away the door because last time I tried to kill myself, I went to the University of Utah and I didn't pay one bill. So, but I never really saw bills. I only saw one and that was it. I wonder what that's about. (laughs) Um, I hope they don't put me in the state hospital because I don't have insurance. I hope they put me in uni. Um, But yeah, it's just going to be. To take away their stuff and then after a day. Yeah, if, so if you don't seem like well they probably check all your stuff anyway. Yeah, they go through all your stuff. And then um my doctor, I text my doctor and I'm like, "What what is your advice?" She's like, "Don't overpack." She's like, "No shoes with laces, no no pants with ties." So, no one will kill themselves, you know. Yeah. Um and she's just like, "Just go take a break. You need it." And that's what, everyone, that's what everyone's saying. Like, you need it, Bob. Just go take the break. Go enjoy yourself. And, like, I'm just, everyone, are, I have good people, you know? Everyone's good, except for my parents. I mean, my parents suck. But even Ob texts me, and she's like, I saw your Instagram story. Please let me know if I can do anything. And I didn't respond to her because I don't know if I should. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, I walked into work and everyone's like are you okay because i'm was like near tears the whole like my lips been quivering like you can't even help it and um i was like 
I'm checking. I was just straight up honest because I am because I'm fucking honest. I was just like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm very suicidal and I'm going to check myself in tomorrow after work. And then I got like a 20 top right away. And that was my only table. And it was in the back room. Thank God. But I was like shaking like what, like the whole and the whole like the whole party was like kept like encouraging me and they're like you're doing great you're doing great and I'm like I'm just sorry I'm not on my game they're like no you're doing amazing like da, da, da. and I think they could see that something was up mm-hmm. and then I just walked back and told the chef I was like Yvette I can't I'm like I gotta leave <laughs> and she, she's like what's going on and I'm like I'm suicidal and she's like why what's going on and I'm like April knows about it like I like I just can't stay I thought I could like I thought I could power through and I'm even annoyed at myself that I'm like, Oh, let me finish my work, my work week. Yeah. Spoken, <laughs> spoken like go a true, right now. Spoken like a true fucking Orton. <laughs> I'm not going tonight. I'll go in the morning. I think it'll be, uh, calmer then. Yeah. You'll get a good night's sleep because it's probably stressful to going through that. Yeah. And, uh, then I told like the floor supervisor, Mallory, I was just like, I can't stay. I'm like, I gotta go. And everyone just like cuddled around me and hugged me. And they're like, okay, let's just make it happen. It doesn't matter. Okay, Bobby. They're like, do you want us to take your tables? Are you sure? Like, it's okay. And I'm like, no, I just can't do it anymore. And everyone stayed late. I didn't have to do any side work. They're just like, see ya. And then when I was leaving, everyone hugged me and I was sweating and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sweating. Everyone's like, we don't care. We don't care. We love you. (laughs) And like sherry who's like my main gal she's like please call me she's like please i'm gonna be so worried about you and i was like yeah i'll put your number on the list And she's like girl we can just shoot this shit whatever whatever you need and even she said to me she's like if you ever need money or anything please just let me know (laughs) and it's like (laughs) everyone's extending their hands and i'm like afraid to grab it yeah (sighs) but it's a good realization i just i don't know you're brave I knew they weren't going to seat me with you, but I was like, I came here to give Bobby tips. And she's like, well, I could just take it. And I was like, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> was it the little one? She had multicolored hair and oh, I didn't yeah, really that... look at her because of social awkwardness. I'm like, uh, I just want to be seated in Bobby's section. I came here. I practiced the lines. Now you need to <laughs> respond to me. Okay. <laughs> you need to put me in her section. Um, yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh, your friend Kendra's here. And I was like, oh, dad, you look really cute, by the way. Your whole your whole outfit was adorable. Thanks. I've, I've got confidence. <laughs> you got this confidence going, girl. No, I was like, I'm wearing this skirt. It's going to be fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping I'll be out by Wednesday. So this is just, I, will, I think we're just going to release this right now, right? Mm-hmm. Just straight release it. And if you don't hear from us in a couple of weeks, just know that this podcast is not worth Bobby not getting all the way better. Well, this podcast has helped me a lot, but it's also brought up, it's dredged up a lot of past trauma. Yeah. And I love this podcast and I'm so grateful for it. I want to do it for years and years, but it's a lot to tell the world what was going on. You know, we we worked so hard on our facades. And to just break down that wall and be like, here's what was going on in the Alvey household, you know, it, and you know, for in, in the Clark household, this is what's, what was going on. And it's just like, and then to hear everybody be like, Hey, this is, you know, it's, it's been such a reward 
but I'm not surprised that I'm at my breaking point either. Yeah. And it's okay that they can wait. They can wait <laughs> for us to come back. It's going to be Pl- fine, guys. Plus, you guys, when we come back, I'm going to have mental institution stories. <laughs> and then we'll finish the season, and then we'll do our surprise, and then we'll bounce out. <laughs> we do have a surprise, guys. We're very excited about and I've been keeping it a secret. You're so good at it. I was worried I you'd spoil it at least a little bit of it, and I, you haven't. I haven't. We talked about it. We talked about it. <laughs> I took our talks to heart, damn it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, stay tuned, and we'll see you when we see you. Yep. All right. We'll say these things. <laughs> name of name somebody. Amen. Amen. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all your support, everybody.